Transmission. Life uh, finds a way. Start the contrast. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Start Contrast. I am your host, Rod Stark. Going to start off with a serious news story for you. There's a situation that's really starting to gain some uh, momentum over in Saudi Arabia. It actually, the incident itself took place in Turkey at the Saudi embassy. There was a journalist that had been critical of the Saudi royal family that went into the embassy to get some paperwork filled out to marry his Turkish girlfriend, and he subsequently disappeared. This was on October 2nd, and it turns out that the Saudis might have been involved in it. Obviously, he was critical of their government, and he hasn't been seen since. At first, it had been downplayed, but more and more countries are starting to hold the Saudis to task on figuring out what's going on with the situation. So the what it looks like is they took him into custody and may have tortured and killed him, according to Turkish officials. While investigations are still ongoing, the fact that countries such as America that have typically covered for the Saudis, thanks to their uh, dependency on that sweet, sweet oil and uh, financial contributions. We had we would typically, as a country, downplay and cover anything that the Saudis did. But instead, with the pressure that's coming out from other areas, even President Trump has spoken out saying there would be severe punishment of the Saudis in an interview that he did this weekend. Now, in turn, the Saudi government has promised that they would uh, have swift retribution if anybody does such things, saying that if America put any kind of sanctions in, their response would be to stab, we would be stabbing our own economy to death because the oil prices would surge to $200 a barrel and we would, the Saudis would pull money out of the U.S. economy. So obviously they're very defensive when it comes to the fact that they're being accused of whatever happened to this journalist. But uh, I, I think this is going to be a big story coming up. I know uh, Saudi Arabia reached out to the Turkish president yesterday, well, last night while we were sleeping here in the U.S., and uh, they say they're going to cooperate. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully they'll, they'll get this all figured out, but it does not look good with international relations. I'm glad to see that we're actually standing up to the Saudi Arabian government. Like I said previously, they get away with too much, so... Scary stuff when it comes to uh, the world economy. See, uh, the corrupt Saudi government actually uh, has to answer for some some of the stuff that they do. Another fun news story. Uh, Facebook had a breach of upwards of 30 million people that were affected. It took, uh, somebody got in using some uh, faulty security code and copied people's personal information that they had listed with Facebook, and some reports are that they've taken over some of the accounts. Facebook's uh, supposedly going to respond within the next day or so. If you were affected, you should get a personal message from Facebook on their response to it when it comes to figuring out how to make you whole again and 
fix whatever issues were made by the data that was lost. So we'll see how that turns out. You know, if, if they stole my stuff, hopefully they do something better with their uh, their time than I did with my Facebook profile. We'll see how that goes. A funner news story. I, I'm sure all of you have seen some of the clips by now, but Kanye visited the White House. One of the great philosophers of our time, Kanye West. If you haven't seen some of these videos, I recommend it highly. It's very entertaining. I enjoyed watching uh, President Trump kind of squirming stuff as he's listening to Kanye. And Kanye actually uh, at one point got up and hugged Trump, which made uh, President Trump quite uncomfortable. But among that, he he had had a couple coherent thoughts, but for the most part, it was just rambling and uh, carrying on. He talked about how he saw Trump as a father figure. Actually, when you look at it in a broader sense, that does show some of the appeal of Trump. He's he's got a strongman persona, and one of the uh, attractions of a strongman like that is the fact that you know they they make you feel somewhat protected and like a father figure. So props to Kanye for uh, visiting the White House. Hopefully, uh, he can uh, solve some of the world problems we've been having. He thinks he's going to solve the issues in Chicago, and if he can. More power to him. Less dead bodies in the streets. Sound good to me. Uh, another thing that I interacted with this week was I noticed some algorithms in the shopping at Walmart. Uh, I'm sure you guys have had situations where you're online and all of a sudden an ad will pop up for something that you had been talking about. Reports of this kind of stuff happen all the time. Well, I actually had it where I went to Walmart, I shopped, bought you know a few items, used a credit card. And then a couple of days later, I was on Walmart.com. They had popped up an ad, so I, was, I clicked on it. I was on there, and I noticed on the homepage that it asked if I wanted to purchase any item of certain items again. And it listed a lot of the items that I had bought at Walmart. Well, I was wondering how that could be since I didn't log in or do any kind of uh, identification at Walmart that would tell them who I was, except for the fact that I used the same credit card that I had used previously for a Walmart.com purchase last year on Black Friday. They had taken the fact that I used that same credit card, tied that to my account, and then used their algorithms to say, hey, maybe they would want to buy this item again, some different food products I had bought previously. So the fact that you are being watched is no joke. Be aware, be very aware. Big Brother is watching, and he's trying to get you to buy stuff. Another thing that I've, I've noticed is if you do happen to click one of those ads when you're searching through the internet and you buy something, you're going to get targeted ads more often. They actually have the ability to see how those ads work for you, and then they'll use those to target the people that are most susceptible to it. They'll also try to give you lower deals like say you click on an ad that says it's 20% off they'll try it with 10% off if it doesn't work then they'll switch it to a 20 or 25 and such I know uh, that that happened to me on Saturday night we were purchasing uh, some pizza from Papa Murphy's which is a take and bake pizza shop and I had previously had a 50% off coupon well it didn't it wouldn't work for us so we used a 25% coupon but since I had clicked on the ad but not completed the purchase through my phone they 
started populating ads on my phone through Facebook that showed the 50% off with a new updated code. So when we went in, we actually used the 50% off code. But the point is that it learned that I was interested because I clicked on it, but then I didn't complete the purchase. So then they uh, upped the ad to try to get me to buy. And uh, in turn, we saved 20 bucks, but it's good to know that when you're in general, when you're purchasing stuff, so you can use it against them to your benefit. Another big event from the weekend I know you guys are all excited about. D-Generation X was born 21 years ago yesterday. I know all you pro wrestling fans from the 90s remember D-Generation X and their crotch chops and the old suck it. Well, I know I was a fan. So uh, props to Shawn Michaels and Triple H along with China, the original members of DX 21 years ago today. It's crazy to think that that's already been 21 years. Now I have some listener questions. First one in, uh, do you believe in aliens? Well, I I actually do think there's better possibility that there is life out in the universe other than us than there is not. Does that mean I believe that, you know, the little uh, big-eyed men land in flying saucers and abduct people? Not necessarily, but I do think that uh, there's definitely life out there somewhere other than Earth. We're not as special as we think. Uh, now, next question. Gabe asks, the oversaturation of photographers due to increased accessibility to quality cameras is leading to a devaluation of photographs as a whole. Do you think this will lead to an increased valuation of painted portraits? If so, when is that going to start happening? Because I'm ready. Well, while I, uh, I do see what you mean about the devaluation of photography, I think that that will level off because just because you're able to take a photo in higher quality doesn't mean you understand composition and the quality of a good eye for finding stuff. So I I think that'll level off a little bit. I do see the value in paint medium over just photographs, but it's it's all about the audience. I'm sure you guys have seen the uh, stuff with Banksy, the uh, street artist Banksy. They auctioned off one of his paintings just a a week or so ago. It went for $1.3 million, and he had actually worked it out. So the frame itself had a shredder in it. When they hit the final gavel, the painting started to shred. It was quite the scene. You can see a uh, video of it online. But that actually, they say that's going to raise the value of the painting, not drop it. So anyways, in general, it's just about getting your name out there and valuing art. I do recommend if you're looking for any kind of ambiance for your house and you're, you're trying to find you know a piece for your house, go to a local artist. There's some crazy talented local artists and you can get stuff that's very reasonably priced and uh, it's going to look great in your house art is where it's at so great question gabe thanks for uh contributing another uh question where they actually gave their name and said we could use it nick on facebook said i wonder what your take is on current movies have the advancements of special effects served to improve movie quality or are directors and producers relying too heavily on special effects and losing some of the storytelling ability? Well, while I do appreciate the special effects in the... there, There's some movies that are done now that could not have been done properly in the past with lower special effects. I think that some of the quality of the storytelling has gone down. We, we see a lot of regurgitation of 
old themes and old we're getting so many remakes and stuff but i don't think that it is a causal relationship with the fact that the special effects are going up i think it's just the big movie studio system has they know certain things sell so they're going to go to that they're not they're not going to take as much risk with something that's not proven but on the other side we do have all these mediums like netflix and stuff where we're getting more than we've ever got before lots of new inventive stuff and you know there's a lot of fun stuff out there i I do really believe that it's the greatest time for entertainment when it comes to stuff like you know we get stuff all the time that's highly entertaining shows like stranger things i think there are great movies coming out but more and more the streaming tv medium where they have an open forum they're not limited to one two-hour chunk is where it's at so thank you for the question nick had a couple more where uh that were left on the uh, email and actually got a couple on the old hotline. So here, let's keep, keep trugging along. What would you say your favorite movie is? What movies are you looking forward to? Well, my favorite movie is Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind. I'm sure those that are on my Facebook have seen throughout the years. I post different uh, memes and clips and I've mentioned that I've watched it a lot of times. I'm not somebody that typically watches a movie over and over again, but that one is one that I always go back to. I could list at least five movies in every genre that are my favorite, but if I'm picking one movie that's a a go-to, that seems to always come up. For the movies that I'm most looking forward to going forward, coming up here on November 2nd, Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie about Queen, looks amazing. I'm excited to see that. And then uh, the Avengers movie next year, definitely. The It Chapter 2 is coming out. Zombieland 2 is coming out. Star Wars Episode 9. Next year is going to be a strong year for movies. Also, I'm eager to see what they do with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. They uh, released a little clip showing some test paint. I'm hoping that's not the final Joker makeup that they use. And I don't think it is. But uh, I... I think that's going to be a pretty sweet movie too. So those are the ones I'm most looking forward to actual movies coming out in theaters. What is your favorite scary movie? Well, I'd say nightmare on Elm street with Freddy Krueger was always my favorite growing up as a kid, especially the dream warriors. I think that was four, three or four, but anyways, nightmare on Elm street's my favorite. Also anything Stephen King based, all those movies that they made into, uh, those books that they made into movies from Stephen King, especially The Shining and It, both the original version and the new version. I th- that's one of the few remakes that I think they, they really hit out of the park, which obviously when I mentioned that a minute ago with the uh, movies I'm most looking forward to, that's why, because they just did a, such a great job in the first one. And it looked like they had some pretty great actors lined up to play the adult versions of the characters. Next question. What would be the superpower you'd choose if you got to choose one superpower? I would like to read minds and retain all the information. I think that would be a pretty sweet superpower if you could see what everybody was thinking, take any of their thoughts and actually memorize them. You could That would also give you the ability to learn what anybody had learned throughout their lifetime. So I think that would be a pretty cool superpower if you could 
read minds and then retain any information instantly. This one was left anonymously, so I will uh, I will read it as it, it was given. Did you cry some liberal tears when Kavanaugh was confirmed? Going to be sad when he helps to overturn Roe v. Wade. Well, let's start with the Kavanaugh thing. As I spoke on the show before, I, I don't think he should have been confirmed. I wasn't surprised that he was, but I think there were better people for the job. That being said, no, I didn't cry any liberal tears. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a I'm centrist on overall, but in general, I am not a liberal or a conservative. I don't identify with either of the political parties either. So, no, I didn't cry. I wasn't surprised that Kavanaugh was uh, confirmed. Also, I'm not one of those people that think, even though I don't believe that he was the right man for the job, and uh, I don't think we sh- they should have went forward with his confirmation, I don't believe that he should be impeached or removed from off his um, his seat. I don't believe that's the way we should handle stuff in this country, and we've got in the habit of going down that road too much and trying to anyways. So I think it, while I do think that we should change the way the Supreme Court runs, I would uh, make it a 10-year appointment instead of a lifetime appointment. That's across the board, not just for Kavanaugh, but just justice in general. I think a lifetime appointment is a bad deal. I understand making a longer appointment so they're not tied to the political parties, but obviously this confirmation process has showed that it's not completely independent anyways, but those lifetime appointments just, they don't make sense. So I would say still an appointment with confirmation, but I would limit it to maybe a 10-year appointment. And then the second part of the question, am I going to be sad when he helps to overturn Roe versus Wade? I wouldn't be uh, super shocked if they they did uh, try to adjust the abortion laws in the country with the more conservative judges, but I, I would say don't count your chickens before you, they hatch because some of these conservative uh, justices are going to go with the, the precedence of law, and I, I don't see that necessarily being completely overturned. I personally don't think... It's the government's job to uh, decide those things. I don't. I don't think we understand enough on uh, when life begins to really decide when it's you know when when that should that right should be taken away for a woman to choose. But if I was guessing, I would say it's sometime when the brain's developed, not before that. So anything after the you know the the brain's developed, I would say probably not good to get an abortion. But it's not really my place. I don't I don't feel where you should use religion to make these decisions or that, you know, we should just guess on when, you know, is a good time to cut that off. So here's my two cents on it. No, I I don't think they're gonna immediately overturn Roe v. Wade. I guess we'll see how everything goes. I I'm more interested in seeing how they address things like the Citizens United. I would like to see some changes when it comes to campaign financing and considering corporations as people. So that's where my focus is at. End uh, of that fun, fun question. Anyways, uh, biggest me- misconception about adulting. Uh, so many misconceptions when it comes to adulting. You know, I'd have to say the fact that farts are funny. 
people try to claim that, you know, it's juvenile, whatever, but farts are actually funny. It's time to admit it, people. No matter how old you are, especially in a time